Welcome to this special edition of the Hyperfast Show, where we are featuring speakers from the Hyperfast Summit, which was held in Boca Raton, Florida, in February of 2022. Today, you are going to hear from Anik Timre, top producing real estate agent who's got over 12 years of experience selling luxury listings all over Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beaches. Basically, everywhere you want to be in South Florida. Anik is going to teach you today about how to have a millionaire mindset. Check it out. a speaker in general. This is really a big platform for me, but I will do my best to share my knowledge on how I went from zero to a million in terms of listings. The first thing I'd like to do is really share that this is really mindset related. So waking up in the morning and getting yourself hyped up and having that very important conversation with yourself is important. I have a little mantra that I, I, I as soon as I wake up, I step out of bed, brush my teeth, I go in the mirror, and I say to myself, and it goes a little something like this. You guys can use it, apply it, you know, psych yourself up because it is a very competitive market out there. We're in one of the most competitive markets in America. One of the most competitive industries actually in America is real estate. So you need to be focused, driven, hungry, and ready to tackle. It's really warrior mindset after all. So I say this to myself in the morning. I say, I stand here before you today as a giant. I am a multi-million dollar listing machine. I am the leaders of leaders. I am a top producer, a zero, one percenter. I am wealthy in knowledge, in spirit. I attract leads and I generate sales for my clients. I am relentless in my pursuits to achieve my best self. I am coming for everything they said I couldn't have and everything I dreamt of. I will achieve. I am Anik Timmer, your luxury real estate broker. <laughs> All right. So just a little something. If you don't have a mantra, create one for yourself because it really sets the tone for the day and the mindset that you need to have to be successful in this business. You need to hit the ground running, in other words. I I basically introduced myself, and thank you for the introduction earlier. My name is Anik Timmer. I am the managing broker for Allure Realty. Bear with me. I am not good with the text. Sarah is the winner on that one. Um, let's see here. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm the managing broker for Allure Realty in Miami. You may know this name. It may sound familiar to you. We finished wrapping up a show for Netflix that recently aired, it's called Selling Tampa. And Selling Tampa focuses around our agents in Tampa as they show multi-million dollar homes, amazing listings to some of the top rich and famous in the area. So this was a big moment for us. We are a minority owned, woman owned <coughs> brokerage firm. So, yes, woohoo, big feast. Okay, let's talk about money, millionaire. 
Um, the millionaire mindset is a very different mindset. And to understand where you're going, you have to understand where you are. So the average American feels that 1.9 million is what is considered wealthy in America. This is by Schwab's. And the reason I'm here and I'm able to speak on this topic is also when I think back about my career, eight years ago, I was a $200,000 listing agent. I was sitting here, just like you, in teaching platforms, workshops, trying to figure out how am I going to get from where I am to where I want to be, which is a multi-million dollar listing agent. You do want to be on the listing side versus on the buyer side. Um, and I had to dig back and understand about the principles and the numbers, the mindset that goes into how the wealthy think, how they purchase, what are their habits in general, right? Okay, so let's look at some stats to understand a little bit where we are and how we're going to get to where we need to be. So there are about 56.1 millionaires in the world right now, 88% of millionaires are self-made. The number of billionaires in 2021 reached an all-time high, 2,755 individuals. We're talking billionaires. So now we're not only in a pool of million-dollar listings, and we can now elevate to a pool of, there are billion-dollar listing agents, not just million dollars. So definitely gives us a lot of of room to grow and things to look forward. It takes the average self-made millionaire 32 years to get rich. The average age to make your first million is 50 years old. The pandemic may have left millions jobless, but also made more millionaires. There are more millionaires that have been created in the pandemic than ever before. Shocking, right? More than 1% of adults worldwide became millionaires for the first time, and 9% of adults in the U.S. are millionaires currently. You run into them all the time. It's your neighbor. You're at the supermarket, at the gas station. We need to, how do I explain this well? The, the word millionaire is now an average word. It's not, it's not, it doesn't mean the same as it used to mean 10 years ago because now the world is creating more and more millionaires. 2021, we don't have stats yet for 2022, we just started, but 2021, the number of billionaires exploded to an all new time high of 2,755 of them worth a staggering $13.1 trillion. 106 of those members are under the age of 40, and two-thirds are self-made. 2025, now what are we looking forward to? Now we know where we were. Where are we going? Between 2020 and 2025, the global wealth is expected to increase by 39%. People are getting more and more wealthy. The vehicle to wealth, and one of the major vehicles, is real estate. Okay, the percentage of millionaires will also be increasing over the next five years, reaching 84 million people. So not only are we having 
a staggering amount of billionaires out there, but now the, the word millionaire is becoming a household word to use. More and more millionaires out there. Ladies, I'm proud to say, as a female, hello, we're making waves, finally. In 2014, 87% of the millionaire space were occupied by men. Fast forward today, they occupy 55% of, of that space. Can we say women, ladies, please? Like, kudos, because we're, we're really making waves. 85% of the millionaires were white Caucasian in 2020 and 2021. Black and Latino millionaires accounted for only 7% of that, and 8% of that were Asian. 84% of millionaires have a college degree, and 30% have a master or PhD. Again, understand where, we, where we're going. We would think that it was the doctors, the lawyers, that were the millionaires in the room. But entrepreneurship has now taken another level. A lot of the year millionaires currently are younger, they're self-made, they're entrepreneurs. You find them in the tech, you find them in NFT, you find them, you f uh, I can't, I mean, I would say athletes if they know how to continue to invest their funds, but the profile of the millionaire is very different than what we knew in the past. You used to associate that with career, with doctors, lawyers, engineers, etc. It's no longer the case today. Okay, now for the numbers, the scary ones. In 2021, only 2% of realtors are making over $250,000, which is scary. Especially if you want to do this full time at the cost of living currently, this is scary. And the, the cost of living is continue to, going to continue to increase. So we definitely need to get that 2% so that the majority of us are making well over 250,000 to be able, especially in the luxury market, to be able to even survive in, in this industry. The, the heartbeat of your business are leads. If you don't have any leads, that means no sales, no business at all. I want to focus on a key point. 20% of the effort that you make in prospecting and marketing will yield 80% of your business. We are not realtors. We are marketers, period. That's as simple as that. To get from the buyer side to the listing side, you need to take yourself out of the job of a realtor. You are now a marketer. You need to create a marketing platform to be able to generate leads that will fill your pipeline and that will continue to sustain your business. So we have to get into a marketing mindset. My nails are so long I cannot even change my paper. Okay, there. <laughs> Psych. The number of qualified leads you have will either grow your business, keep your business, or put you out of business. It's very important to understand that. So uh, the key here is putting yourself in a position on generating the maximum amount of leads, 
and there are different ways in which you can generate leads. Sarah did a very good job at her experience, at speaking about her experience on unconventional ways to generate leads, but there are also an array of options that you have in front of you to be able to get. Shake as many hands, get in front of as many people, and leverage those opportunities. What are your next steps? First of all is becoming a listing agent, making a decision. Where in this industry do you want to be? Do you want to focus on, on the buyer's side or the listing side? I've chosen, and for many years I was a buyer's agent, but when I made the decision to become a listing agent, I also made the decision and understood that I needed to become a marketer overall. The, once you make the decision that you want to become a listing agent, it's about lead generation. How are you going to be generating those leads? Then you need to develop a lead generation model. Have a system in place that is duplicable that you can teach someone because there's a lot of teaching also. In order for you to grow and to leverage your business, you will have to teach someone else to, to you, you will need help. It's not a one-man show. Once you develop a lead generation model, it's about building a database of clients because that model will start to fill your pipeline with leads. So you need to now, you're building a database know your numbers, understand your numbers, what is the average price, what are the clients, and you need to go back in reverse. Study the year before. How many leads did you close? How many leads did you get? How many closings did you have? Where were these leads coming from? Were they referrals? Were they through social media? Did you pay for leads? Understand your business to be able to understand how to scale your business. I wish I could say that this business doesn't take money. It takes money. Because remember, you're a marketer. In order to market, you need to be able to pay for advertising. You need to be able to participate in platforms such as these. You need to be out in front of as many people spilling and, and basically selling yourself and your services and what you're able to offer. Create an organi organizational model, meaning your team. Who, what roles does each person play in your team? What does the organization currently look like? A lot of times we think we can do it all. We cannot. If you want to scale, and get to another level, you have to hire and source out. You cannot do and play every role and wear every single hat in this industry. It's just too much for one person. You, you, you're, you're going to be able to do it, but you're never going to be able to grow and to scale yourself. And being able to scale is what's going to take you over the 2% of $250,000 a year. To be able to be the zero point zero one percenter of this industry, you have to be able to scale. Establish a schedule. Find good work and life balance is important. Establish also a schedule for your business. Do you make calls in the morning? Which days do you meet your clients? What are you doing in the afternoon? And be systematic in, and consistent in, in your schedule. Don't, don't try to Create something that works for you because each of us are different. Some people like working 18-hour days and do nothing else. Some people, eight hours 
is what works for them. Others, 10. Find a schedule that you can consistently work and keep, keep doing it because it's, it's a long race. It's not a short race. Building relationship and nurturing those relationships until those relationships are now fruitful to you is a long race. My biggest, my first big listing, I nurtured the relationship for 11 years. Wow. 11 years. And it was a $6 million listing. From that, I got another one for $6,025,000. We have another one with the same 11 years of nurturing this man. I have another one with him coming up for $11 million, And I will have another one by the end of the year in Isla Morada for $20 million. So it is a question. Guys, remember, I said I was a $200,000 listing agent, right? And now I am $6 million, $6.5 million. 11 million, 20 million, and, and growing, and growing. Document your systems and your processes and your procedures. You want to be able to study your business. You, you are a project, constant state of evolution and learning, constant. The world changes and so do you. The world is adapting, you have to adapt. The wind changes direction, you know what you're doing? Boop, you're changing direction. Because if you're not able to adapt to the way things are moving and to the, the changes in the world, I'm 43 years old, by the way. I had to learn. I remember the phone when they, we had to use it and dial on it. I remember the phone when we, you know, we had the, the exactly. <laughs> so I've had also to evolve and to adapt, and I leverage my children. The things I don't know, they are younger, they are more technologically advanced. I called my 17, hey, how do I get on TikTok? How do I do this? How do I do that? She's teaching me the little realtor dances on the background. So <laughs> I still can't do it. Um, <laughs> but just to make a point that you have to be flexible and open-minded in your approach. There is not a set way. There is a way, uh, there's a each season and each period of time you are going to have to adjust that a bit depending on how we are evolving and how technology is advancing. You may be having to change your systems once in a while. And become crystal clear about your why. Why are you doing this? Because it is hard work. It's not easy, it's not given, it is earned, okay? So you need, and there are days where, and there are periods you will have drought, there are periods where it will be hard, there are periods where you will get a lot of no's before you get a yes. So the why and what drives you, what keeps you up at, in, you know, what wakes you up and pushing during the day needs to be clear to you. Does anybody have any question on this side? No, no, okay. Going once, twice, three times, all right. Okay, let's talk about how to generate leads now. I believe that it's a combination of a lot of things, right? Using technology, using the old-fashioned mailing system. Um, it's, it's a combination of different things. So I've categorized it in three columns. Prospecting, face-to-face, -face, listing without an agency. For sale by owners, for sale by owners, you can buy that information. You can also buy expired listing. 
Again, I'm going back to the beginning. We know what the profile of the mil millionaire looks like. So when you're searching and you're buying lists, have a, you, you have basically the characteristics that you should be looking for. Um, client circle prospecting. Neighborhoods, identify the neighborhoods that you want to work with. You cannot be everywhere. I'll say that. People want to work everywhere. Yeah, I'm a realtor in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I'm a realtor in Miami. Yeah, I'm a realtor in Boca, West Palm Beach. No. Focus on a particular area because you, we, you will be investing money in, in that area, in becoming the expert of that area, in becoming the familiar face of that area. So in, you, you, it, it will take so much money to be the, the familiar face in Boca, the familiar face in West Palm, the familiar face in Miami. It's just too much. So identify your market and an area that you really want to dominate. Um, once you've identified that, then you start circle prospecting. That area, you become an expert. You have coffee in that area. You work out in that area. You talk to the neighbors in that area. You are jogging on Sunday morning in that area. Because the more people see you and the more your face becomes familiar, the more you are likely to get their business. You're not a stranger anymore. Oh, I remember seeing her at the coffee shop. Or I remember I, s I crossed her at the supermarket. That's what you want to create for yourself. Also, community outreach. Participate in your community. Charity work, volunteer work. You, it, it, it goes back to the same thing. You want to become that familiar face, the one that they recognize. So it's preferable that you, you focus on, you, you identify a neighborhood that is not too close from where you live so that you're not, y y you know, I mean, if you live in Boca and you want to circle prospect, um, Tampa, how likely is that to work out for you? Not very likely. Also, developing relationships. I, when I go out, I don't go out to party anymore. I go out to network. Anytime I go anywhere, even if it's uh, at a get-together, at a restaurant with girlfriends, I make it a mission to talk to as many people, introduce myself to as many people, say my name to as many people. You cannot be shy, you cannot be timid, you cannot have an ego, all of that has to go away. Because you need to be in front of everyone, shake everyone's hand and have everyone know your name. So building key relationships is important as with corporations, with builders, with banks, third party data companies and investors. Teaching and speaking, which is again, Ta-da, I'm here today teaching and speaking. Um, meals, taking people out to dinner, networking over food, especially in Florida. I feel like there's everything usually tailors around either drinks, food. So that's always a good way to, to break the ice as well. Door-to-door -door canvassing. I know that COVID has limited our one-on-one -on -one exposure, but it's, it is people do like to have a face-to-face -face conversation still, even if you're masked, even if it's knocking, hey, you know, I wanted to introduce myself, I, I'm the, the realtor in the area, I wanted to, to give a card. Again, s get in front as many people as you possibly can. Networking events, booth and kiosk, walk-ins. Now, farming, it, it goes back to prospecting, um, 
events, open houses. If you do not have million dollar listings, look for realtors that do. Offer your services in hosting an open house for them. I will tell you that nine out of the 10 top listing agents, brokers, when they reach a certain level, they're not going to be at that open house. They send someone. So why not volunteer yourself within your own brokerage? Who is the top of the top producer in the brokerage? Introduce yourself. If you're having an open house, I'd like to host it on your behalf. This will allow you to meet buyers that are in that million dollar pool. And those buyers could be maybe somebody wants to sell their house and buy something else. Maybe they might know. People with money tend to know with people with money. For me, it's very important that my clients feel like they're valued. I've noticed that we are a very transactional state in Florida. It's about the transaction and not so much about the relationship. And I always make it an effort that when my clients are having a closing or even a, a walkthrough, I've studied my clients. I remember I had a client, she liked yellow roses, she's a workout fanatic, and she, is, um, she doesn't drink alcohol, and she has a particular hype song that she likes to play because when I went on her social media, I studied her behavior. So this was a $6 million, it was for my $6 million listing. So I set up the stage very nicely. I had yellow roses throughout the apartment, the penthouse. I had her hype song playing on the Bluetooth. I had her favorite candles burning around and I had green juice waiting for her. So you want to make that person feel like you are here for them. You want to welcome them. You're paying attention to the things they like because after all, we are in the service industry. And it, it bottles my mind that some top agents seem to forget that. We are a service-based industry. We're here to service our clients and if we're not servicing them, and without them, we would not be here today. We would not be even making the 250, the half a million, a million dollar salaries if it wasn't for our clients. So our clients need to feel like the superstars that they are, because that's what they are. Every single one of them is important. And I urge you to make the extra effort, even if it's going out of your way, to create that atmosphere, because that will set yourself apart from the pack of realtors that are not doing it. Okay, purchase, refer referrals, referring, cre creating relationship with other agent and brokerage firm is as important as um, getting leads um, because they will also give you business. If you don't have a certain, you don't have certain relationships, especially in this current market where a lot of the transactions are happening off market, you want to be able to have great relationship with agents that if there is something that they have off market that they can call you and say, hey, listen, I have this, this great opportunity. Do you have a buyer for me? A lot of the deals currently are not listed. They're not. There's very limited inventory and a lot of the transactions are happening off the market. So creating a, a strong referral network with agents is key to 
to your success as well. Let's talk about some marketing strategies. Offline advertising, the radio. I'd like to say radio slash podcasts, getting on podcasts. I feel that this is more where we're heading right now. Um, TV, again, TV could be YouTube TV. It could be um, streaming platforms. Again, as I said at the beginning, we have to adapt with the way things are changing, the direction which the world is moving. And we're definitely moving in a more online direction. Newspapers. Um, you could, I don't know if people still read newspapers, but you could do e-marketing, e, e, e meaning newsletters. Um, people that are already sending out or have massive e-newsletters. I just recently, I'm working on a campaign right now with American Express um, where I, they're going to be sending my listing to all of their black card members, for example. So you have to think outside of the box. What can you do? How can you be creative? Not be such a cookie cutter um, realtor, because again, we're marketers. We're not realtors, we're marketers. I, I saw this, the personal vehicle, and I thought it was genius. There's a realtor that I met recently. She has a beautiful Range Rover, drives a top luxury car, but she doesn't drive it anywhere. She, had, she bought a little smart car and she wrapped it with her marketing and her branding on it. So anytime you would see her, it's turquoise blue, and anytime you would see her around, you, she became a brand. Anytime you would see that little BMW smart, in turquoise blue with her face on it, you knew, hey, this is a realtor from the neighborhood. So creating something that is so unique that sets yourself apart from the pack is also, I mean, a lot of us think, hey, let me drive into, you know, with the Range Rover and the Porsche. That's not necessarily the case. Because if you are a creative thinker and you, for example, with the blue car, the turquoise blue out of all the colors, turquoise blue, but you remember her. When you're about to sell your house, I remember that realtor that was driving around the neighborhood with that turquoise car. Let me, let me give her a call. She stood out. Uh, bus stop, benches, again, getting your face familiar in the area. You could do billboards, you could do bus stops, you could do the bus itself, but just something that allows people to remember your face on a constant basis. Online advertising, pay-per-click advertising, SEO advertising. Again, you need budgets. You need to have a budget for marketing. Broadcast content creation, radio segment, TV shows, such as Selling Tampa, live social media. The live social media, a lot of people struggle with that because they're not comfortable speaking in front of people. Um, but being on live constantly and systematically, having a schedule that people know that every morning from 7 a.m. to 7.30, she's going to be on a live sharing her content, sharing herself. People want to get to know you, trust you to be able to give you your, bu your business, like Sarah said earlier. So the lives and the social media is a good way for people to have access to you and to your personality. Also, use those platforms to give content and value. Uh, 
pe there are a lot of agents that are like, hey, I'm at a party. Hey, I look cute. No. What are you giving in terms of value to your viewers? Why would they be turning into you? Yeah, you're cute. Okay, there are so many cute people out there. But why are they tuning into you? What are you giving in terms of value and content? So be very mindful also on how you portray yourself and what information you're giving out there. Blogs are a good way to share your knowledge and that people can always refer back to the blogs on specific subject matters. Um, if you want to talk about current, you know, something that happened on the market or tips and tricks on curve appeal or how to, how to stage your home, I, it's, it's a way to establish yourself as, a as an industry professional as an expert in your market, and also it allows people to go back. Oh, I remember I had read, you know, how to, s I'm about to, should I be staging my house? Let me go back to Anique's blog. Let me see what she had written on that. So it's, it's a good way to, to, to keep top of mind. Direct mail, postcards and campaigns, special event cards. You want to be in front of people all the time. Promotional items, everybody likes free stuff, right? So if you're, if, you're, if you're in a neighborhood and they have a soccer tournament or they have um, a corporate run that they're doing, put up a tent, give out you know, b water bottles, give out some, some beach volleyballs, give out swag of something because those l are, are laying around their house and your name will always be out there running around somewhere. Public relation press this gets a little pricier um, to be in certain publications, but if you have the budget for it, get out there, establish yourself as the industry professional. Sponsorship, again, corporate events, soccer teams, sports, etc. It's nice to be part of, to sponsor that because you're establishing yourself as the neighborhood expert. Anybody have any questions? Um, I did exactly that. Building relationships are key. Nurturing those relationships. I focus myself on getting in front of developers and investors. So I, I a, a, a lot of my business comes from new homes, custom built and custom new homes and custom built, and those are coming from developers. So I introduce myself to builders, developers, and just, I'm little, but I'm relentless. I was like that little mosquito that always in your face, hi, 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 hello, over here, you know? But at some point, they started noticing me because they want, sellers want to see somebody that wants to sell for them. You have to be hungry. Why would I give my, my, my listing to somebody that's not out there trying to hustle on my behalf? So they want to see that hunger in you. Um, and I just don't take no. Said no, okay, no problem. I, you're in a bad mood today. I'll be back tomorrow. Oh no, that's okay. No ego, no, no nothing. You, I want and need your business, and I will be in front of you, and I will keep asking until I get it. And that's 11 years to get my first six million. Is my time up? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, perfect timing. That was the last slide. 
but I'd love to give you more information. This is my, my contact. I always give my personal number. Again, I'm in the service industry. A lot of realtors, oh, I don't want to be bothered. They don't answer the weekends. I answer on the weekends. Yes, you can bother me. Yes, you can text me. Yes, you can WhatsApp me. I'm here to help. Any questions you have, I love to share the knowledge because the knowledge was shared to me, and this is how I was able to make it myself. I'm not where I want to be. I am on my way to where I'd like to be, but any knowledge and any experience I have, I was, I'm happy to share it. So this is my information, my IG, my personal number. Feel free to write, call, WhatsApp. I'm available and ready for any questions you guys have. Thank you so much for your time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts.